to the Blokebusters Podcast, episode number 36. I'm Paul. And I'm Brian. Today is the 11th of May, 2014, and we will be talking about Captain America. America. Yes, <laughs> Get it right. As, as the people directly behind me in line. <laughs> really? Let's say Captain America. 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 <laughs> the Winter Soldier. America. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. So I'll just run through the basics here. Directors which you don't hear very often outside of the Matrix film. Anthony and Joe Russo. I know next to nothing about these guys, and I also hear that Brian knows next to nothing about these guys. (laughs) Very little research I did on them. Turned up very little research. (laughs) Yes. Basically, they were involved in community and a couple of other Mm -hmm. things. Some, uh, yes, dramatic er, sitcoms and, I guess, smaller films. Yeah, and they are signed on for the next Captain America, so so we'll hear from them again. All right, yes. I mean, I have no complaints too much. We'll get into that, I guess, a little bit, but... uh... All right, so the budget was $170 which seems a little low. I I would have thought that, like, between two and three seems to be kind of what they're putting into everything now. But... Anyway, they came out so far with six hundred eighty-three million five hundred sixty-seven thousand dollars. So, so, not a, too bad of a turnaround. <laughs> no, 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 in what, like a month or three weeks? Yeah, yeah, yeah been about that. It's yeah. So, as far as the budget goes, I did read something there. It said they they used CGI very sparingly, if you could tell in this film. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to do as much practically as they could. Which, which, uh, which I, I really thought came through and made it for a better looking film. Yeah, um, it, it's one of those things that you really do start to notice when they try and do practical as much as possible. Yeah, like a lot of the fighting sequences and uh, chase sequences and stuff were a lot. Most of those were done practically, and I mean it's just as, as just the things possible. like the helicarriers <laughs> and obviously huge scenes where you need the CGI. Yeah, but, huge uh, mass destruction. Yeah, type mass stuff. destruction <laughs> scenes. But most of the film was shot practically, which I thought was pretty yeah. awesome. And uh, for 170 million, I guess. Uh, yeah, that, that, <laughs> that would explain why it was that. Uh-huh. I, I mean, not that many people can say that 170 million dollars is, is, is a, low a, yeah, is a drop money. in the bucket. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, yes, I would take a tenth of that gladly. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, a hundred. I, I would take one percent of that gladly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Shall we go into the cast list then? Oh, I suppose. Yeah, probably should. So Chris. Evans as the Human Torch. Sorry, Captain America. Human Torch. <laughs> as the Flash. <laughs> and yeah, Steve as Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Yes. <laughs> and then Scarlett Johansson as mm. Black Widow. Okay. Oh, you have her second build. Okay. Well, I was just. <laughs> this is solely going down through Wikipedia. So. Oh, okay. All right. I used IMDb's cast. Right. So yeah. I got Sam Jackson as Nicholas J. Fury. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Stan as the Winter Soldier and spoilers, Bucky Barnes. (laughs) Major spoilers. And as you actually, again, going on Wikipedia, it's spoilers, Bucky Barnes slash Winter Soldier. So Mm -hmm. there really should be a better way of putting that there. Anthony Mackie as Sam Wilson slash Falcon. Now, if you don't know too much about the comic books... You're not really going to know who the Falcon is, mm-hmm. but but I yeah. think you would intuitively know he has to be in the comics. They're just not going to throw another superhero in there and piss yeah. off millions of comic book fans. Yeah, just like and <laughs> yes, here's this guy who just happens to have a very impressive flying. <laughs> he's yes, he's just very passionate about flying uh, with his own wings. Yeah. The last one I had written down: Robert Redford as mm-hmm. Alexander Pierce. Mm-hmm. 
And I also had uh, Kobe Smolders as Maria Hill, who, right. which I think was first introduced in Avengers. Yep. I think, she, yeah. yeah. She was in uh, the Avengers. Avengers. And, and did she pop up in Iron Man 3 at all? I don't know. She I don't know. I thought she was in another one since, but I don't know. What? Yeah. Corrections <laughs> department, get back to us. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. And just before we really go into this, uh, well, first off, I believe you wanted to mention some cameo appearances, or do you want to do that a little later? Oh, I think we can just touch on that a little later. Here. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to enter into this end by saying that I only watched this yesterday, mm-hmm. and being a fan of the TV show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I do believe puts me in a minority, <laughs> uh, I had some of this film spoiled for me simply because the events of the film were entered into the timeline of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I think, a week after Yeah, they're, it, like, running the like parallel plot lines, or whatever, yes. which is kind of cool, but as long as you're up to date on it. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. It, it wasn't one of those things of, well, they told you everything that happened mm-hmm. in the film. But just through one episode, I knew that Hydra had emerged and had basically shut down S.H.I.E.L.D. I knew that Director Fury was thought to be dead by, let's say, 99% of people in the world. Mm -hmm. And then I found out that he wasn't dead two episodes later Mm -hmm. when Agent Coulson... Who also was once dead. (laughs) Yes, and I'm not going to go into what happened there because that is a fairly interesting part of the show. He is told by another high-level agent that Fury is not dead. So, again, I knew that he would die and then not be dead in the film. Okay, technically I didn't know that he would be shown to be alive in the film. But I kind of figured they wouldn't have him die off in the first, what was it, half an hour? Yeah. And then have no more Fury. Uh (laughs) It seemed a little too, no, they're going to bring him back in the film. Not just because I know that that's the sort of thing that mm-hmm. happens in these films. Uh, I also knew that the Triskelion was taken down mm-hmm. because Maria Hill turns up in the show and one of the characters says, oh, I thought you went down with the Triskelion. So, mm-hmm. second Yeah, I that was one of the, like, the goofs or whatever I read on in BB that should have been visible when uh, Captain America is running and it, was, it should have been able to see the Triskelion. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. it was somewhat spoiled for me, but then going to see the film, even knowing some of the stuff that happened, Hydra turns up early enough that it wasn't really too much of a spoiler, and the whole Triskelion bit wasn't necessarily mm. a huge problem for me that I knew that the building might be damaged in some way, because, hey, it's a big thing in the middle of somewhere heavily populated. Mm-hmm. Chances are something's going to yeah. happen to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was my experience of going and see the film, <laughs> already knowing some of what was going to happen, but I don't think it really impacted too much on my experience. Well, that's it. good, yeah. So where would you like to start, sir? I, you know, um, I had to actually find a reasonable answer for this, but I, I, much like many people watching this now that I'm ingrained in the Marvel Universe... When a crisis appears, my first thought is, where are the other Avengers? Why aren't they helping? (laughs) And as I found out, supposedly this film is supposed to take place in about three days or so. Very short time. And I guess there's a little amnesty. Let's see if we can handle this shit on our own. (laughs) And then we'll call in the Hulk if we still have trouble in a four, you know... Five yeah. six days, so I guess that's it's kind of a thin explanation. I, but I, like, I would still think they're your friends, or they're the, yeah. you're this fighting team, and you know 
Iron Man would have been very useful. <laughs> I I like the idea that the next few films that we're going to see, I'm assuming there will be some form of Iron Man, even though mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. said he wasn't really sure he wanted to do that many more mm-hmm. Iron Mans, and Thor and all that. I want them to all happen at the same time. Like So, yeah. so you'll see news clippets mm-hmm. in the background of, oh, the Triskelion has been attacked by Hydra while Iron Man's doing something else, or mm-hmm. all of that. So, yeah. That could be another shoehorned in mm-hmm. explanation. Yeah, but that did like eat at me while yeah. I was watching most of it. I was like, well, like, you know, they're just a phone call away. Or like yeah. an instant <laughs> message away. And it's not like they have to get on a plane. It's, you know, it's a, Iron Man can be there in three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe, you know, he had to go sell weapons somewhere. I don't know. Well, <laughs> technically, Tony Stark isn't really Iron Man at Any, this Yes, point. I guess, but, you know. Although, I'm sure he will be by Avengers 2. And, yeah, and, and, you know, I'm sure they... I'm sure Hawkeye was calling to see if they could help. They're like, no, we're good. We're yeah. good, Hawkeye. <laughs> you, you stay at the birthday party you're yeah. at. We're good. <laughs> I was actually going to say, like, given the Black Widow was in this, no complaints at all, but where was Hawkeye? No reference no, to her sometimes lover, Hawkeye. No, no mention whatsoever of Hawkeye. Um, she entire... does wear a necklace that has an arrow in it. It's, I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. It's the arrow, it was... and that was her idea. So it's kind of like, you know... Because a lot of people are like, well, why don't just Captain America and Black Widow get together? I think that yeah. was kind of a reminder there. Well, she kind of has somebody. Yeah. Kind of not. <laughs> but, well, plus, you saw through the entire film, she's trying to fix him out with anyone else. Yeah, <laughs> but you see, like, a lot of times that's a, a trope in movies, though. Like, uh, you know, oh, I'll fix you up with this friend, this friend, this friend. Oh, you know who's perfect? Why you me? <laughs> but, yeah, yeah I, it was genuine. Yeah, she was actually trying to fix him up but trying to help him out there hey you know I would have tried for Black Widow if I was you know Steve Rogers that's what I'm saying <laughs> or anyone but yes <laughs> yes we'll, we'll we'll leave that alone I think <laughs> yes like he said you must just look horrible in bikinis now because you have that little scar I know that was a little bit of a I, I understand it's supposed to be a funny line uh-huh. but Really? That little tiny scar? <laughs> yeah. And surely it would just be more of an interesting story than anything else. I, mean, I think it's just hot girls that fish for compliments. You know, I think that's all that was. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wear a bikini now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, now. I'm hint, so hint, ugly. Hint, 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 hint. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where, where uh, should I go to from here? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say one of my gripes with this film and not necessarily this film but the sort of building of these types of films was for me again knowing the sorts of stuff that goes on in these films and not even that just being aware of what I'm seeing on screen hammering home the fact that one of Steve Rogers teammates didn't make it back and Mm -hmm. showing his face multiple times and having him be clearly saddened about remembering the guy that mm. didn't make it out. And then, hey, there's this new bionic soldier guy that's on the bad guy's team. Mm-hmm. And then it was only halfway through the film that we're supposed to be shocked that yeah. it is Bucky Barnes that mm. is this new Winter Soldier. I don't understand why they feel the need to hammer all of this stuff. Like, hey, remember this one guy that didn't make it out of the last film? Yeah, that was sad, wasn't it? Oh, look, he's back. I hope that doesn't come up later. <laughs> like, I don't remember much of the first film. It's been so long since I've watched it. Yeah. I think it would have been so much better if he went to the thing and you saw him working on all that, mm-hmm. and they didn't mention Bucky Barnes. Yeah. And then, 
upon seeing it, you see his shock and... And perhaps a flashback or two. Well, that uh, lets the audience, because I mean, Steve Rogers could, you know, when his mask comes off or whatever, and that, yeah. I, to me, that's when the reveal should be. And exactly. It, it, so, so some people might recognize him as that character, yeah. but you know, St- obviously Captain America will recognize him, and then perhaps just to let the rest of the audience know, a quick flashback or two. Well, they they it, had you know. that scene where it, there wasn't much to it, probably because they hammered mm-hmm. it home earlier. Yeah. But they had that scene where Captain America is explaining to the other people. Mm-hmm. That it's his old teammate, yeah, and that he doesn't think he'll be able to take him down. Like, yeah. leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Take out the front load stuff and just have that in there. That's mm-hmm. more than enough for anyone. That if you haven't seen the first film, which I'm not sure why you're going to see this one if you yeah. haven't seen the first one, <laughs> uh-huh. but let's say you haven't, you see that, and then you can go back and see the first film and see this stuff happening, and then you can build it. Like, oh, okay, right, so that. Like, rather than, oh, yeah, here's this guy who died, and here's a bit of a flashback, and now we're supposed to be shot that this is this other guy. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, just just don't mm. do that. Please, please, <laughs> Hollywood, stop it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not this film that, it's not like this is the only time this has ever happened mm. or whatever, but it's, in recent memory, is one of the worst ones I've run into where they really mm-hmm. were hammering it home, and it was really obvious that this was coming back. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, not quite as obvious but still within that realm that Robert Redford was not a good guy like I figured that on very very early on I'm like well he's just too great to (laughs) to not turn or to have ulterior motives I know (laughs) clearly on Nick Fury's side to begin with and then the second he starts saying so why was Nick Fury in the apartment it's like why do you care yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're on the same team aren't we (laughs) yeah but uh, and I will say like a, a very Condensed, much better version of transcendence in this film <laughs> with uh, what's his name, Zola or Zola, Zeller, Zola. I don't know the, the German, yeah. yeah, the German scientist or whatever. Which was pretty much the premise of transcendence, which I got all I needed in that four minute scene, <laughs> <laughs> and didn't need to deal with Johnny Depp in a computer. But uh, <laughs> but I mean uh, that was pretty much the idea, right? Yeah, they they doubt they loaded his mind onto tape drives or whatever but yeah and yeah, the, somehow <laughs> yeah uh, well i mean in yeah. in this particular His consciousness universe, yeah. you, you don't really want to start picking apart yeah that. but the one thing i'm a little off about is clearly he is almost the brainchild of the modern hydra why has no one been updating it? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like he is now completely alone and everyone's forgotten him. He yeah. is the father of Hydra, yeah. even though he does get killed again. Okay, <laughs> yes, yes. But, yeah, surely you would have updated him to be able to go online. That would have helped him, even, with building the mm-hmm. program. But, uh, yeah, whatever. I don't know, well, that basic equipment, I guess, that is, it's more secure and less I suppose. tamper-proof. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even though he would be the one doing the tempering. But, I don't but, know, yeah. yes. And also, yes, small complaint, because I am a nerd and my dad had a reel-to-reel thing. All tape drives should not be moving at the same speed, which I noticed. So, okay, I just got to... <laughs> if that bugged anyone else out there. But yes, they, they were all, like, simultaneously, like... And that should only happen if they're both in the middle. Yeah, so, whatever. <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, I don't like that. And, you know, projection experience and all that stuff. I'm like, that's not how tape works. <laughs> oh, oh, well. Ruined the movie for me. Yes. Minus 10. <laughs> oh, I, I did want to. Uh, if anyone was curious and uh, has has not yet looked into Wikipedia or anything, uh, 
or has not freeze-framed a pirated version. <laughs> Steve's catch-up list, things he needs to learn about this new world he's in. Right. There, uh, What I found was there's a U.S. slash main release version, and those included things like I Love Lucy, The Moon Landing, which, coincidentally enough, if you follow one of the storylines of Captain America, he was the one that landed on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know why he'd need to research that. But, well, well, yeah, that's a different a yeah. different arc, though, yeah. yeah not Maybe in this he one. hasn't gone back yeah, yeah. yet to do that again. Uh-huh. But uh, Berlin Wall, they rise and fall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve Jobs, Disco, yeah. Thai Food, Star Wars slash Star Trek with Star Wars crossed out. So assuming he has seen Star Wars but yeah. not Star Trek. So yeah, you Fair can stop. Enough, that yeah. one would take longer. Uh-huh. Nirvana, <laughs> Rocky, uh, and then in parentheses Rocky Two question mark. Uh, yes, go ahead and see Rocky Two. You can stop after Rocky Four. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Trouble Man soundtrack, which yeah, is which his is, most recent edition yes, from Sam. The one but, given uh, at the beginning of the film. And my uh, partner might be interested in knowing the UK version. Okay. <laughs> I bet you can guess a couple on there, but a couple that I was shocked weren't. Right. Uh, the Beatles. Yeah. Sean Connery. <laughs> which, yeah. Uh, yeah. Understandable. Uh, and Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah, I was surprised not to see Doctor Who in that list, but uh Yeah, although yeah. I mean Doctor Who's been around for a long time. No, so. Yeah, start, started in the sixties though, so Yeah. So yeah, you you would have missed that. Um then I just wrote down a couple. There's like the Mexican Spanish version, there's a French for Italian, and they're mostly yeah. just political nods or sports nods, like a lot like the I think the Italian have like a soccer player or football player or whatever they want to yeah, call them, probably, you know, yeah. or something. And then, but uh, Australian, I like they had Steve Irwin in there, oh, the crocodile yeah. hunter. <laughs> well, surely that should be in America as well. Right? Yeah, I remember going at one too. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. They kind of you know frame it for everyone has a, some sort of cultural uh, reference. Yeah, and for... it's not something that you would think about because it is purely an insert shot of him writing it down. So it could yeah. be anyone in any language. Yeah. But, that would be interesting. I'd love to see like what almost all of them translated are. Just go in and see if I would recognize the ones in other languages. Because, mm-hmm. you know, let's say the Japanese one. Chances mm-hmm. are I'm not going to know anything in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, like the Korean version had like a Korean soccer player in there. There was... I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't write them all down. But yeah. it was like certainly things we would not get give a shit about. <laughs> but it's like, wow, those are your celebrities, like a senator for, or like someone, and you know, a king or whatever. But okay, I guess you know. Yeah, yeah, well, Sorry, I can't judge. I just did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can backtrack. It. I'd love it if the Japanese one had like Takeshi's Castle or something mm. like that on it. Yeah. Oh, Godzilla or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Godzilla, was, he probably knows about Godzilla. How early uh, no, those films? No, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't have known Godzilla yet because the basic the, story of Godzilla. Post-World War II, those are post-World War II. Yeah, yeah. It's, the idea uh-huh. is the typically uh-huh. the nuclear testing in the Pacific mm-hmm. is related to Godzilla. Tangent, are you excited for Godzilla? I am looking forward to it. <laughs> I do think we will need to do a cast on that, folks, yeah. whether it is good or horseshit. <laughs> and I have I have read up on it and heard something else, whatever, the Godzilla that happened with Matthew Broderick. Ugh, that has, that did happen, yes. yes. <laughs> Sorry, thank you for reminding me. Right. That has been downgraded to a Zilla monster, not Zilla? a Godzilla what? monster. Yep. You can post downgrade yeah. these. Yeah. So, I mean, the, it's, a, it's a kaiju level 3, yeah. <laughs> not a level 5. <laughs> yeah, the, the people that are kind of in charge of the Godzilla mm. canon of 
which it would be an interesting job title. They have said that, let's say the film genuinely did happen, but it wasn't a Godzilla. It was just mm. another Zilla monster. Zilla, okay. <laughs> and so this Godzilla that's coming is, in fact, the Godzilla. Okay. Even though the Asian community got very annoyed and said that the American Godzilla had gotten fat. Gotten <laughs> fat. Yes. Of course. Just just go for our sore spot. Call us fat. Because, you know, that's what yeah. we are. Although I, I will say, if you actually look at the old Godzilla and this new Godzilla, they do have a bit of a point. He's, he's a little more... He's old age. You're going to put on some pounds. You can't... He can't get to the gym all the time. Yeah, sure. I mean, what gym fits him? So, he, yes. he has to go underwater and lift some whales. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like. There's only so many calories destroying. You know, the Empire State Building can do. It's, yeah, sure. And they can only. He's not getting solid so cardio. Yeah. <laughs> so give him a break, okay? Yeah. He's like a nine thousand ton monster. Just yeah. Yeah. And He's anyway, not be a little chubby. Anyway, I'm sure Captain America can sort him out. Next. <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyway, Captain yeah, America versus Godzilla. Right. Make it happen. <laughs> All right, where the hell were we? Uh, <laughs> uh, I've got like three more things written down here, and none of them seem to have anything to do with each other, so let's just uh, pick one at random. All right, how about this one then? This film, she stays at the end of the credits. Uh, which I'm, I did not. Yes, now the, I, ah, I'm so pissed off. Well, I'll say it, not necessarily the... Um, I mean, I saw the one scene, and I thought that was it, so yeah. then I left. Because everyone else in the theater left. I'm like, uh, oh, well... Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I decided to stick it out, and there was a scene at the end of it. Mm-hmm. What I have written down has actually got something to do with what happened just before that little scene at the end of it. But anyway, the little scene at the end, for those that don't know, which includes yourself then, is just... Oh, I read about it, yeah. The, the Winter Soldier going to the Bucky Barnes Memorial mm-hmm. and looking a little sad. That mm-hmm. was basically the scene. Yeah. And, of course, just before that, this film... Yeah, from the sound of it, I thought the other one was a lot more interesting. Oh, yeah, it was. It definitely led into the next Captain America. uh, Either the next Captain America... Or the Avengers. The the next Avengers, I believe. Yeah, the Avengers. What are they calling it? It's not uh, two, but it has a (laughs) subtitle. The Avengers. (laughs) 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 But anyway, just before the end of the credits, any similarity to persons or events are completely unintended. Really. Did you actually need that in here? Mm-hmm. I understand it's almost a legal requirement at this yeah. point. But I think I would like to say that there are some films that do not need that kind of tagline anymore. Even in a country that will sue over absolutely anything. For instance, let's say Alien. Do you think that that needs to be at the end of Alien, where they go to another planet and... <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, it's in there. I mean, it's, it's kind of going mad at this point. I'm sure in Godzilla it will be any similarity to persons or events actually unintended. Age of Ultron, by the way. Uh-huh. Avengers 2, Age of Ultron. Yes. Not I'm... Voltron for any 80s children, <laughs> which would be awesome, but yeah. Ultron. Yes. Well, maybe they'll do Avengers and... Voltron versus Ultron. I could only hope. I'm looking forward to seeing how they bring in Ultron. I don't know too much about it, but Mm. 
It'll be a very interesting storyline. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have anything about uh, Falcon's emergence in this film? I do not, because Falcon is one of the characters I don't know much about. I, no, yeah, I'm sorry that neither of us are huge comic book guys, uh, yeah. but I did read that Anthony Mackie was, I guess, relentlessly emailed studios <laughs> to just have any part in any comic book film. Right. He felt there needed to be more African-American heroes or people for African-American kids to look up to. Um, kind of like Iron Man was yeah. Rhodey, but his real name... Gunship, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Master Gun, Gunship, Gunfire, whatever his name is. Yeah, Warhammer, yeah. War Machine. War Machine. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> no internet required. Thank you. <laughs> War Machine. Yeah. Right. So like him, but so he just emailed people for years and years, I guess, and then this opportunity came, and he was like absolutely, obviously thrilled, but was disappointed that apparently, I guess, this was far different from the uniform that is featured in the comics. I, it's more like the Flash, I guess, more red. Tights and red outfit. I, I, so I hear, like I said, I don't mo- know yeah. much, but now I understand being a little mm-hmm. annoyed that the uniform is not the same. Mm-hmm. However, it is explicitly pointed out that mm-hmm. not only is he on indefinite leave, mm-hmm. but also he technically had to break in to steal this piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. So he's not really going to be that interested in the uniform as much as the yeah. equipment that mm-hmm. he needs. And speaking so, of uniforms, I don't know if you caught this, but there's a point where they are captured close to the, or like might at the beginning of the third act or something like that. They're, uh, they're captured, his uniform is taken away, all the yeah. stuff, shield's taken away. And then he goes to the museum where we have a cameo yeah. and <laughs> takes the uniform that is on display there. Mm-hmm. And then miraculously... He just has a shield. Yeah. <laughs> Did, I don't know if you picked up with that. Like, his shield just came out of nowhere because that was confiscated. But, yeah. eh, you know, I guess you got to give those certain things a pass. But well, maybe. I doubt they had a duplicate. <laughs> or maybe, you know. No, no they, they didn't have a second one because they used yeah. all of the vibranium. Yeah, vibranium. To yeah, yeah. make this one. Yeah. But there isn't anything stated that they didn't steal the shield back. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. If we Mm want to try and give them a Mm -hmm. pass on that one, but... Yeah, that one is a little bit mm-hmm. of a And uh, hole. another very slight nitpick is that Captain America, if he's in a museum, should be in the National Museum of History, not the National Museum of Air and Space, because <laughs> he is a historical component, not a flight component. Of he's our... not gone. <laughs> he wasn't even in the Air Force. So, yeah, yeah, so, it, so it is, it, he should be in the National History Museum. But, yeah. Eh. <laughs> Uh, again, trying to do Devil's Advocate, maybe it's a traveling thing, yeah. and they just <laughs> opened there? Like, no, I'm pretty sure they were at the Smithsonian, were they not? I don't know. But anyway, that's where Stan Lee got fired. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah although, gotta love Stan Lee, but no one's going to have a security guard his age. <laughs> no, yeah, what is he going to do? <laughs> hey, stop! stop <laughs> Oh, I don't yeah. know. Maybe he's going to shoot some webs at him. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, there was another cameo I had written down. I didn't know if... Actually, I remember now that I looked into the information, but I didn't catch it at the time. Okay. There is the director of The Avengers makes an appearance. Mr. Joss Whedon. He's wearing a Captain America t-shirt. He's going down the escalator. There's a little boy at the, with, with a little boy at the Smithsonian. There's... Hmm. Yeah, he's just wearing a Captain America t-shirt. And yep, I'm like, oh, that was Joss Whedon. Yeah, no, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of cool. I, I do want to see it again. So I'm like, 
can definitely see it, but I can't remember that. Yeah, that's so. that's cool. I like mm-hmm. I like that you were able to do that. Yeah. So I did like that, but that was all I had on the cameos. I don't know. There were a couple yeah. others, but none, none as I think as relevant as those. Too. I I think it would have been really cool to maybe you know have Captain America walking around and then you just see Joss Whedon talking to his kid mm-hmm. and like correcting him over something mm-hmm. that happened in New York. Like no, oh, yeah, actually yeah. it was <laughs> something like, <laughs> uh-huh. just, just a, a real nod to the fact that he he was there. Yeah. <laughs> or you know I could have taken Pepper Potts in there somewhere hey you know what oh yeah, yeah. It's... Someone, I'm always looking for crossover in these films but yeah, I don't it... know I guess uh, we should, do you have anything else before we uh, get to like overall opinions and well, ju- just a couple of little things the first little thing the little thing I guess so the guy who was kind of the leader of the strike force or the anti-strike force whatever it was the guy mm-hmm. that the captain seemed to fight with the most in the film outside mm-hmm. of the Winter Soldier uh-huh. And so, oh, oh yeah, truck, was that his name? Or, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I had it somewhere and I've lost it. They, yeah, obviously. And now at the end, you find out, oh, he's not dead. He's badly burnt. So, he's <laughs> very badly burnt. Yes. <laughs> Still so, alive, quite in a lot of pain. Yeah, not, not quite dead. Uh, <laughs> so, main villain in the next Captain America, do you think? Or mm, least, I think we'll uh, get somebody new. At least a participating player. Yeah, I think he'll be a lieutenant or something. Yeah. Uh, you know? I, I looked into it. A little bit above a henchman, but and I I actually was looking for his character name because I completely forgotten mm-hmm. it, and I ended up still not writing it down. But turns out that his character is going to be a might not be in this thing, but mm-hmm. in the comics at least, he's one of the main people in Hydra. He kind of becomes someone i think it's like crossfade or something like that and it's very high up in the hydra chain this guy especially mm. when he starts getting all of his abilities and stuff. one so, of the important heads in hydra. yes mm. one of the ones that will probably become one of the two heads and replace <laughs> then head. you cut off yes yeah, and two appear <laughs> so yeah just another one of those like it was what a five second shot of let's put this badly burnt guy in the back of an ambulance oh look it's that guy yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know if that well, who knows that's one of those things that could turn back up again and or could just disappear all, entirely <laughs> I, I kind of hope that you see maybe in the next one like uh, and the name of the guy like you know died mm-hmm. in New York uh, whatever yeah. so it's like yeah, oh mm-hmm. I guess he didn't make it so <laughs> just completely cut mm-hmm. that thread off and the other thing I wanted to say is I think that Marvel is now one of the best studios with being able to get someone that knows how to show action scenes now. Mm -hmm. Because all of the fighting and interplay going through the scenes, I think this is some of the best fighting I've seen outside of, you know, your... Japanese kung fu film type thing. Or, uh, I mean, the ultimate for me is the raid Redemption, which is just the best choreographed fighting I've ever seen in any film. But, uh, yeah, I, I will agree that, I mean, complete 180 from the letdown of Man of Steel where, ooh, that's a blur, it's a blur, it's a blur, it's a blur. It's a blur. Oh, ooh, look, Superman won! Yeah. Uh, yeah, so where, where it's all just done in a computer. But this was, yeah, very well designed. I mean, you could tell it took time. And, uh, what's his name? Double first name. Sebastian Stan. I, I spent a lot of time training yeah. And he, he really looked into, like, different ways of fighting. And I know also Chris Evans looked into, you know, like, they wanted the, the shield to be more of an offensive weapon in this film because it's yeah. just been, like, a defensive yeah. measure. 
And so they used a lot of Eastern style of fighting with a shield. That and he also went through multiple things of Taijutsu and mm-hmm. parkour training and all that because they felt that Captain America, upon being brought into the modern mm-hmm. age, would still want to be the best fighter he can be. Yeah. So he would train. Yeah, you just can't throw hook, hook, uppercut and and defeat people. You know, yeah, you have to be up on the times (laughs) with the new fighting. You can't just come up on the left of everyone. You (laughs) on the left. (laughs) Yes. Which I thought is on a box to the left. I thought that was a nice little thing, especially at the end when I thought it was a little, a little, a little cheesy. Yeah. But. I was kind of looking for a little cheese. Yeah, it's Captain America. I suppose. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. You want to get into overall impressions? Sure, yeah. Well, yeah. I would say that this was better than the first Captain America. A lot of sequels, you don't tend to see that. Uh, yeah. But I do think that these people learned so much, probably, from the other mm-hmm. films and even from the first one that they were able mm-hmm. to really bring out a great film this way and we have all these little nitpicks mm-hmm. <laughs> things but well that's our job is to yeah, <laughs> yeah we are here to critique yes <laughs> but it's one of those things that if we can only find those little things to really mm-hmm. poke at it and my biggest problem with it is my biggest problem with all films so therefore i can't necessarily mm-hmm. fault it that way it's more the machine that's churning it out not the people that are making it yeah, I, I think this is one of the best of the Avengers storyline that okay. it were. I still think that the Avengers is the best overall film in that universe, myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this one is really up there. It might, it might be two or three, in my mm. opinion. Okay. I would have to rewatch every single other film just to... <laughs> well, we know uh, Iron Man 2 is not going to jump to the top anytime soon, <laughs> but other than that... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing with Robert Downey Jr. is that he's almost the law unto himself, so... Like, yeah. You, you kind of, in character terms, yeah, mm-hmm. Iron Man wins. But mm-hmm. in... in overall film I'm really beginning to enjoy where these are going and I'm hoping that the next set of Avengers films like the next Thor and mm-hmm. well the next Thor won't be for a while but you know the, I think next time Thor will be the Avengers the Avengers yeah. again well I, especially with uh, Loki's scepter yeah being at the end of this film <laughs> but uh yeah although I don't know what else they're gonna do with that now because obviously we've seen some of what it can mm-hmm. do yeah. But who can wield it? I don't know. I, well, I'm interested to see where those twins go, too. I, I, I understand from comic book people that those yeah. have a large role to play in the Marvel Universe. Or a role to play, I should say. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I don't know a damn thing about them. No, I, uh, I know uh, nothing about them. The only twins that I know about are actually in the X-Men Universe. They are the son and daughter of Magneto. Mm-hmm. And the daughter has reality-altering powers. And the sun is Quicksilver, so he's really fast. And it seems like these are those two, but I don't um, think they... I mean, they're 
Marvel, but I don't know if these are supposed to be actually <laughs> their children. So I it's... guess we will see. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, did want to say this film was what I've come to expect, and I, I don't know. I, I kind of say that with a little bit of a sad note in yeah. uh, the Marvel universe. I mean, I don't want to say I was disappointed, but it is what I expected, uh, and you know what I've come to expect seeing all of these films in the last five, six years, whatever that it's been. Yeah, it wasn't but innovative. I, I know you said you enjoyed it. I don't know, a lot more or maybe more than the first. I don't know what your words were. I don't want to yeah, steal I, words from I, it. But, I, I enjoyed this uh, one more than I enjoyed I, the I first. think it was on par with the first for me. Okay. I think it was a, a natural continuation. And oh, yeah. there were moments like some of the, the car chase sequences or fighting sequences where I could actually feel my pulse quicken, which is really hard to get me to do in yeah. any sort of action sequences. I'm just so numb to them mostly so I did appreciate that that it was shot in a way that actually got me really interested in those scenes in those sequences that being said I do think it could have gone higher I think the stakes could have been escalated slightly higher I never really felt like that the whole world is crashing kind of moment um where oh my god they're never getting out of this like I I just felt there was oh there's some trouble but they're gonna get out of this <laughs> you know yeah. like there's you know you know what I mean like Iron Man three is like he just keeps getting knocked down and knocked down and knocked down and destroyed and just like shit <laughs> or like Dark Knight Rises you know just keeps getting destroyed and keeps getting his spirit broke and like Bane just beats the fuck out of him and you're like breaks his back and you're like like uh okay yeah, uh, we're right. screwed we're, here right yeah but this was like okay they're held prisoner. Well, yeah, he's going to get out of this. <laughs> but uh, I will say, yeah, I enjoyed it, obviously. But I think the biggest problem when it comes to Captain America is he's not as... Well, he can't fly, for a start. Mm. So not that's as really flamboyant or whatever as the other Avengers, yeah, some he, of the other Avengers. He's not... He's excluding strong. Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> he's strong, but he's not mm. as strong as some of the others. Mm. Like, he is more just more than your average soldier, basically. Yeah. So it's... There's a limit to the amount of stuff they can do with him and the amount of stuff they can have him do before you go, like, no, sorry, that's too much. Mm -hmm. Which would lead to you not having, like, wow, he's never getting out of this. And I guess I was a little, they showed him kind of going unconscious just before the countdown. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, wait, he's back up again. Yeah. I'd have felt better having it just be him struggling more against the Winter Soldier and then just getting there in the nick of time and mm. then collapsing mm-hmm. followed by explosions all around <laughs> rather than he's almost there always mm. unconscious tick tock tick tock tick tock and he's up and he puts the thing in it's like no that's come on that could have been done a yeah. better and I'm also interested uh, do they ever explain the the, uh, the shock absorption properties of vibranium in the, in the first film they did did yes. they okay because he falls from a very large height yeah. and uses his shield as protection and he's perfectly fine yeah. and, gets and, it, and it, yeah. it's one of the things of I don't know if they explain because I don't think vibranium can it doesn't get rid of all force Yeah, it just severely limits the amount of force that comes through mm-hmm. it, which does explain how he's able to go be pushed back or mm-hmm. still hurt in some way. However, a punch on the shield shouldn't push him back as far as it does. <laughs> like That should be something no. that is dispersed enough. Unless we're trying to say here that this guy has a force behind his punch that is unimaginable. Was it a punch with his metal arm or his regular arm? <laughs> no, it, it was with the metal arm, which the captain is then also punched by without yeah. the shield, 
And it doesn't seem to have that much of an effect on him. So he is stronger than his shield. Apparently. Yes. <laughs> he has better he shock absorbing shield. than yes. his shield does. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. But again, epic. Epic, 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 epic. All right. So what rating would you give? I would story? give this... I would say... Uh, I hate to... I seem to be giving this one a lot, but uh, minus 3.5. Um, okay. Uh, I, I think... I mean, that is kind of graded towards aging. I mean, probably overall impressions, I'd probably give it like a minus three or something. But okay. I, I think it was a good film. Uh, I'm glad I saw it. Uh, I'm glad I saw it in the theaters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was not. I was not blown away at any point. I was right. not like, oh my god, this was awesome. <laughs> there were parts where I thought, oh, that's cool. That's cool. This yeah. is good. I'm, I was with it along for the ride, and I do did want to also say I did like the way it was approached. I mean, you felt a lot more like you were watching a spy thriller than a comic book film. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it's with comic book characters. It's like yeah. a spy action thriller, and we, then you have these Marvel characters in them. Well, that's the thing. It's with Captain just, America, he mm-hmm. was doing a lot of espionage mm-hmm. and then fighting your enemies in other countries. Mm-hmm. There's not a huge amount of just mm-hmm. simply yeah. America. So I do want to see, yeah, I do want to see those, like, going forward, not just, like, straightforward comic book tropes or whatever I would like to see you know the buddy cop comic book movie or the you know or the film noir comic book movie or the you know now I would say that well I guess there has been Sin City which was a little film noir well yeah but, uh, I was like, if we were gonna like pick from the Marvel thing mm-hmm. I would like to see a film noir version of what happened in Budapest with Hawkeye and Black Widow because I think oh that, that would be amazing yeah. I think their sort of story would fit the film noir perfectly so yeah they, they can't hold nice. up a straight action movie on their own but that yeah. type of movie I think would be yeah that'd be very interesting to see not that write that would, down directors yeah. and, not that it would make Hawkeye any more interesting but still hey it can't hurt <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm going to sharpen this arrow for an hour. Oh, that's <laughs> fascinating. Okay, so minus 3.5 for me, and for you, sir? All right, for me, I'm going to say about a minus 2. Mm. I would probably put the first Captain America like a minus 2.5. I yeah. wasn't like, wow, this is great mm-hmm. with that, like maybe, maybe even a minus 3. But it was, you know. It was just your Captain America origin story. And my biggest problem with origin stories is it's very difficult to make those into a film. Or just like, oh my God. Well, the first 45 minutes, you're just getting the ball rolling. Like, you know. So So I I always enjoy origin stories just Mm -hmm. to hear the origin. I then really want, as I feel this film did, the next film to completely go, okay, we don't need that now. We are just getting into it, mm-hmm. and that's what this film did, which is something yeah. that a lot of sequels tend to have trouble with. Yeah, there's a lot, too much recap or yeah. you know crossover or just yeah. Yeah, and I, I felt overlap. That, I felt this had the ideal amount of crossing over references stuff. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. if they'd have figured out a way of putting Bruce Banner or. Tony Stark in there somewhere it would have mm-hmm. just been cool to see those guys or just even like a video conference for like a minute you know yeah. like Tony Stark on face, or FaceTime yeah. <laughs> just for oh, good luck with those things alright I'm gonna go yeah. spend Although, some no, money knowing Tony Stark oh, we've just seen now. the side of his face as he was talking to something else and then uh-huh, yeah yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but yeah it, it would have been nice to see although I uh, now what I'm looking forward to seeing is if they do another Hulk film because I'm at the point of thinking that the Hulk even though being a fantastic character 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're really going to be able to build a solid film. See, I think he's it. I think he's along with Black Widow and Hawkeye as an ensemble character. Yeah. Uh, as much as I love the Hulk, I mean, oh, yeah. I shit on Hawkeye all the time. But, <laughs> <laughs> and Black Widow gets a pass for certain obvious reasons. Right. But, <laughs> but, uh, um, the Hulk, like I said, is like he's awesome, but I don't like I said. Yeah, I don't know if he can carry a film on his own. Yeah. And the biggest issue they will run into is the fact that there have been two other Hulk films that yes are hard to erase from my mind. And both of them with two other actors playing them. Yeah. So I would love to see... I don't think you need it. I, don't, I, I think he can exist in the Avengers oh, and, yeah. and, and maybe in other films as a yeah. cameo or whatever. Although I, I think maybe to appease, let's say, Robert Downey Jr. with him not wanting to really do a Tony Stark thing, I think yeah. the two of them, the Hulk and Iron Man, should work together on something and have that maybe be the next Iron Man slash Hulk film and whatever they're working on will bleed into the next Avengers thing or, so, or they can be the one to discover Ultron or mm-hmm. something like you know that can lead straight into it because yeah the, unfortunately a standalone Hulk film at this point probably isn't really going to work out then again they might be writing a film and it'll be great so I don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but then again they've remade the Spider-Man movies and those are killing it right now so <laughs> even though I think those are Mostly garbage. Yeah. So I mean, people are always going to come uh, come out for comic book films for the foreseeable future. They have not died yet, so yeah. they're going to be around for a while. I kind of want to see the new Spider-Man film just because they're following the comics a little better, and if they are, the end of this mm-hmm. film should be something that you're not going to see in most films because they mm-hmm. don't want to take the risk. See. I don't want to go into it too much unless unless people want to go and see it. And obviously I've not seen it, so I mm-hmm. can't say for sure what it is. And I don't want to accidentally spoil it by yeah. putting the idea in people's heads. Well, yeah, I mean, just inherently for me, Peter Parker is an annoying character. Who is how whiny yeah. and mopey he is. And yeah. I know that's the way he is written. But <laughs> I just, you know, so uh, it's doomed to fail for me. Yeah. Uh, and then, I mean, like I said, I've been bitching about a film I haven't seen so that's not entirely fair but uh, I have heard from people I respect in the film community that it's just well if you like to see Spider-Man swing between buildings for another hour and a half you'll like it (laughs) (laughs) so I'm like yeah that's kind of what I thought it it would be so I don't know I will, I will say that the trailer before Captain was the, as far as I know, the newest. Oh, I'm excited for this one. Thing. <laughs> I think what you're going to say. Uh, no, no, I was going to say it was actually the newest Spider-Man film. Oh. Okay. And it made me more interested in seeing it because it wasn't just your one where it's focusing on Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. Like, it was more, you fo- like you see... Peter Parker actually gets to know more about his dad, which is a very interesting mm-hmm. thing in the comic book. You get to see that Oscorp is basically creating these things to go against Spider-Man, which like Rhino will be interesting just because it's Paul Giamatti, and I mm. like Paul Giamatti. And then you also do get the slight hint towards what I was talking about a little earlier, which could be a very fascinating end to the film. 
But, again, I can't <laughs> go too far into it because I've not seen oh, it. See, I thought you were going to touch on Guardians. Oh, well, yeah, that was... <laughs> okay, because I am super excited for Guardians of yeah, the Galaxy. I, I, uh, was there a trailer at the beginning of this? There period? was, and yes. it was the exact same trailer yeah, that has been shown everywhere. Oh, but I love it. I can't get tired of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I, oh, I got huge expectations, and I will probably be let down, but... <laughs> right. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, we really should be... Ending it, but one, yes. thing, <laughs> one thing I will say about it is it's been floating around and I love it. It's DC saying a Wonder Woman film would just be too difficult for audiences mm-hmm. to accept. Marvel saying, here's a film about a raccoon firing rockets. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's Marvel, just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to make this work. <laughs> Watch us. Yeah. yeah it, yeah, I can't wait for this. <laughs> and yeah, it's looks like uh, what you call the uh, Pee Wee Herman and Ben Stiller. What was that? Mystery Men, but good. <laughs> there are fans yeah, of Mystery yeah. Men. I know. Yeah, I think yeah, you yeah. might be one. Uh, uh, I I have no real opinion one way or okay. the other. But it, it looks like enough of that silliness. But yeah, like it's played off well. But that, that's the, like Hitchhikers, like yeah. silliness, but played well. But even so, it seems like the kind of dynamic that the Avengers have mm-hmm. is going to be the kind of dynamic within these films. And if, yeah. if they have the people playing them right, which it appears that they do... Yeah, it appears to be, be cast good. well, even the raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> well cast. Yeah. Good old Bradley Cooper, I believe. <laughs> I see it. All right. So I All guess right. uh, we're going to wrap up on this one then. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Basically, in summarization... Do see Captain America too. <laughs> Do see it, yes. <laughs> you will not, if you are fans of the Marvel Universe, you will be happy. As Well, you should have seen this before you started this podcast. Yes. But <laughs> now you can definitely go see it. And... Now, go see it again. There we yeah, go. Absolutely. And look for uh, Joss Whedon. Yes, All indeed. Right. <laughs> Goodbye, folks. All right.